Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short of brown around and we're queer. I've got a feeling you're onto something here. Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show where comedians are put to task on their knowledge of traits, traditions, and turns of phrase from all over the globe. Never forget what's normal to you is probably astoundingly weird to other people. Except that thing you do, yes, you, that's just weird, and you should cut it out. <laughs> Talking of weird things you like, let's introduce the comedians. On my right, playing for Ethnic Soup, is Natlet Seema and Steve Alley. <laughs> on my left, playing for Curiously Hairy, is Izzy Lawrence and Athena Cableno. So, panellists, uh, firstly, what makes you diverse, Natlet Seema? My dad is Dutch-Indonesian, and my mum is from Watford, and I'm the only one in my family not to look mixed race. I just look like I'm from Watford. <laughs> is that disappointing? Yeah, it's very you? disappointing. Yes. Yeah. I have very beautiful relatives. <laughs> I have a lovely personality. <laughs> you are also very beautiful, Natalie Seema. Thanks, Deb. Thanks. <laughs> I just lined it up for her to tea there. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a custom from London known as fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Ali, how are you diverse? I am Syrian mm-hmm. and uh, a little bit Turkish. And, Which uh, bit? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that. No, oh, you don't, you don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. And, I'm uh, sorry. As soon as I said it, I thought I was just being sort of twee. And then I thought, God, that sounds a bit Weinstein. And I, <laughs> you have to be very careful in this climate. I thought you meant which bit of turkey. I did. That's what you meant. <laughs> I did. God damn it, Mark. Where were you five seconds ago? <laughs> sorry. You're Syrian and a little bit Turkish, yeah. Yeah, and I somehow have a British name. Mm-hmm. How mm. is that? Seven years ago, my friend came up with this prophecy mm-hmm. with this name and then I found myself in England seven years from that. 
Wow. So you yes. seven years ago, your friend came up with a prophecy, but weren't you named no, before seven years ago? No, he decided to call me Steve. Oh, he, oh. seven and years ago. And then I came here and I found out that Steve is a very British name. So, so <laughs> sorry, prior to seven years ago, when your friend came up with a prophecy, did you have a name? I mean, this is... I did. It feels like most My people are named earlier. My name Mustafa, which sounds very Arabic. And Mustafa, uh, that's a cool Turkish name, though. The same time. It sounds quite Lion King to me. Is that... Yeah, they say that to me. Is that... Really, do people yeah, say that to you? Mufasa, no? Yeah, Mustafa. Yeah. Oh, it's Mufasa, yeah. yeah. Mufasa. Whatever yeah. <laughs> is not what you should say if you're hosting a diversity based panel show. You should never say whatever to someone's cultural heritage. Again, I apologise. I resign. Um, and uh, Steve, you are here as part of the timepiece. Uh, time, oh, I should say this again. Steve, you are here as part of the time. This is how good our editor really is. I mean, it's solid editing work. Uh, team, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Mufasa, you're here as part of the Lion King season. And uh, <laughs> um, Steve, you're here as part of the Timepiece podcast season. What is Timepiece? Timepiece is a time banking skill sharing app connects refugees with locals by exchanging skills and expertise. And it really works, because I met Steve here through the Timepiece app a couple of weeks ago, because he came on Global Pillage, and uh, since then he's been living with me. So it works, it connects really well. It Any does, one of us could be living with Debs. I mean, it's a great connector, that is true, and I'll tell you why it's true. I was going away for three weeks and needed someone to look after my cats, and Steve had a cat in Syria he missed. That's what we worked out. We were like, boom, done. So Steve moved in to look after the cats, and then the cats really liked him more than me. And so I love them. I know you do. I know, I know. One of my cats has got a big crush on Steve, and she's, frankly, embarrassingly flirtatious. <laughs> Toast. Mimi's not bothered, but Mimi just shows affection by leaving the room. Um, yeah, exactly. Toast is much more coquettish, let's say. Coquettish. Doesn't work. Um, all right, why are you called ethnic soup? It got a bit Goebbels like when we were sort of trying to piecemeal out which bits of us were ethnic in which ways. And the only real thing about Dutch people is they're very tall, and I'm tired of being called massive something whenever I do this show. So we just went for soup. Yeah, just went very for soup. Good. Ethnic soup. Yeah. I, like it I suggested partly Turkish delight, but Steve nixed it. <laughs> So oh, I, like I said they would laugh gently. Yeah. I said. <laughs> <laughs> they'd laugh, Steve. Oh, I said it'd be a little one. one. Curiously hairy. Izzy Lawrence, how are you diverse? I am bisexual, six foot tall. I'm an only child with six brothers and sisters. Um, <laughs> not sorry, how does that work? <laughs> only child with six brothers and sisters? Parents remarried to people who already had three kids each. Oh, oh Brady Bunch. Yeah, exactly. Half of whom are Moroccan British, half of whom are Australian British. And I've got Scottish parents as well, and it's all a bit weird. <laughs> so... <laughs> And Athena Kubleno, how are you diverse? Um, my dad's from Ghana, my mum's from Guyana, her parents are from India. That's just it, really. You make, that you make me feel quite boring, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and why are you called Curiously Hairy? Well, we've got very different hairstyles, and also, yeah, <laughs> getting to that age, you know. <laughs> See, you have both got spectacular hair. Actually, our whole panel's got yeah, excellent hair. He's today. got man bun going on. Yeah, it's quite... yeah. So got a bit, it's not really man bun, it's sort of slightly a bit of a top knot. Yeah. Situation. I nice. kind of look like a sort of lesbian thundercat. <laughs> I'm Deborah Francis White, and I'm diverse because I'm a lady person on a panel show, and there's only one man on a panel show. The women outnumber the men, um, which never happens anywhere that. ever. Conclusively, that's science. Um, <laughs> 
In Pedant's Corner with eyes on the scores and facts, it's our very own fleshy polygraph. It's Ned Sedgwick. And on the keyboard, it's the Minister for Melodies, Mark Hodge. Ned, have you had a global experience this week? One of my friend's girlfriends is French, and she came round to our house, and I went down to the loo, and I went back in the kitchen. And she was looking under the sink, and she turned to my friend, her boyfriend, and said, they've got them here as well. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she just grabbed all the bags from under our sink <laughs> and was like, what is it? What is it with British people? Why do you have these? And I'm like, oh, they're bags for life. It's like, throw them away. And she's really annoyed. She's like, every fucking house. Like, wow. <laughs> it is, that is a thing. I just, I just spare at the amount of bags in a house, which my husband maintains are useful if they're useful, why are there so many of them? There's, how could anyone... I don't know. On every episode of Global Pillage, Mark takes music from a distant cultural nook and adapts it into our very own show-specific Daylight Sonata. Over to you, Mark. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> assumed you were all going to sing that. How did you not sing that? I, I played that before you got here. And, and Ned, from that bit went... I wanted to do something from Japan. I really feel that Japan needs some attention, given that they are sitting there slightly worried about having a bomb dropped on them. And um, you can't really do traditional folk tunes from that part of the world because they use microtones and they have a totally different tonal system to us. So I thought the closest thing is probably the most popular theme tune from a video game. That's how I came up with this. It was written by Koji Kondo, who probably has a very large house, I would think. <laughs> so, so you're going to go... Tell us what are the scores, Ned. First up is our themed round. Can you guess what this week's theme is? Have three clues. Rosa Parks, Malala and RuPaul. That's right, it's National Heroes. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. Why was the fifth king of Burma referred to as the Cucumber King? Curiously hairy. Because he was really cool. He was like the Fonz. <laughs> the Fonz King? Cool yeah. as a cucumber. Because he had a thing with cucumber. Because <laughs> he had a thing with a cucumber. He loves cucumber. He loves them. What he loves salad, generally. <laughs> a big fan of salad? Probably. Perhaps he spat when people passed like a sea cucumber does. A spitty sea cucumber. Yeah, I mean, it's very royal behaviour. <laughs> to be fair. Or camels. It's either it's royals or camels. Hive mind. Why was the fifth king of Burma referred to as the Cucumber King? Was he a wally? Do they? <laughs> uh, some people, some people yeah. call gherkins wallies, uh, according to a man in the front row. <laughs> I'm not sure that the audience is quite with him, but we'll find out when we buzz. Uh, because he was a wally. Anything else, audience? He placed a tax on cucumbers. He banned fast food. He was the cucumber king. He had warts. Um, uh, are you defecting to the hive mind? Y yeah, sorry, Steve, I'm off. <laughs> You'll be great, mate. I'll go back there. Anything else, hive mind? Very tall like a cucumber, tall and thin. <laughs> That's what people think hey, of when they say cucumbers. He was as tall as a cucumber. Tall. <laughs> tall 
a cucumber. <laughs> As one of those six foot four cucumbers that <laughs> you get around those parts, uh, around Burma. Okay, so if you think it's because he was a Wally, buzz now. Tax on cucumbers, buzz now. Banned fast foods, buzz now. Or tall, buzz now. He was tall as a cucumber. <laughs> In fact, it was that he killed the previous king because he stole a cucumber from him and he was made king to stop unrest. <laughs> oh, yeah, they built all these cities which still exist. It's one of the peaks of kind of civilization in Burma. And this king was like, I'm going to nick that cucumber. And this farmer was like, like, fuck you are, and killed him. And then the courtesans were like, ah, we need a new king and we don't have anyone do you want to be king? And he was like, yeah, all right. And he was actually, he set up a dynasty and he was one of the most successful kings in Burmese history, which goes to show, doesn't take much. It's not difficult. Really, it doesn't take much to lead a country. No, yeah. Wow, how times have changed. <laughs> Khalif Poeg is the national mythic hero of Estonia. According to the legend, he befriended a hedgehog. How did he do this? Curiously hairy. He built a shed for the winter and then the hedgehog came and lived in the shed so it didn't get burnt in a bonfire and then it liked the shed so much it was like you know what man I've got nothing better on I need a friend need a hedgehog okay so he built it a gated community yes <laughs> I would say he made it some milk and bread which is ironic because although they like it it's really bad for them curiously this is a fun fact about hedgehogs if you bake them in clay when you remove the clay all the spines come off <laughs> <laughs> That's not fun. And then they're your friends. Okay, ethnic soup. Steve, you seem to have charmed one of my cats, like a national mythic hero of Estonia. How have you done that, and how did he do it? He could take a lot of stings. Yeah, he was very tolerant of pricks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, is that your final answer? Yeah, Yeah, we're going with tolerant of pricks. Tolerant of pricks, okay. Hive mind. How did this national mythic hero of Estonia befriend a hedgehog according to the legend? Facebook request. A Facebook request? Gave the hedgehog the credit for what? For saving the world. Oh, he gave the hedgehog credit for saving the world. So he did something national, mythic, and heroic, and he said, Oh, it wasn't me, it was the hedgehog. Shared credit. Okay, great. Called him a jerk. No, no. <laughs> oh, told him a joke. I thought... I thought, that is an odd way to befriend, but I don't want to step on your culture if that's how you do it, where you come from. Where are you from? Australia. Definitely how you do it there. I was raised there. You're a jerk, mate, but you're all right. Sit down, have a beer. They have a kidness there, though. So. They do have a kidness there. Well spotted, yes. Everything in Australia is a marsupial. Anything else? Started a slug farm. Nice, they do like yeah, slugs. They love um, a slug. They love a slug. Okay, if you think it's Facebook request, buzz now. Um, they've backed that evidently wrong answer because they enjoyed it so much, and I like that as camaraderie. Shared credit for an heroic act, buzz now. Told him a joke, slash called him a jerk, buzz now. Or created a slug farm for the hedgehog, buzz now. In fact, he clothed the hedgehog but only could provide a little bit of fabric, which is why hedgehogs are still naked on their underbelly. 
So I think that's close to Athena's answer. I don't even remember my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something about a shed. You said you build it something so it's warm for winter. Yeah. And it, was, it was freezing its proverbials off. But there's a sad ending to this story because the hedgehog gave him some advice. But due to a mistranslation between hedgehog and Estonian, this is genuinely the story, he ended up cutting off his legs in a river and dying. Wow, that's bad advice. It was a bad mistranslation. Yeah. What? Yeah. I've done quite a lot of research into this, and it literally is like, he thought that he should cut off his legs in a river. And I'm like, did I miss a page? (laughs) Yeah, he just did it. Chopped them off. I mean, legends are weird. Roberto Baggio was an Italian whose nickname was God. What was his profession? He was a footballer. Footballer? Yeah. He's a footballer, hive mind. Can I, add, can I add another question into this? I think you should, because yeah. you've written this question and apparently everybody knows that, it, so it's not a quiz, is it? It's just like, where's the sky? That way. Yeah, way. but no one, no one knew the king of it. There's a midpoint. Get, do you know his other nickname? It was the Divine Something, and it was named after a piece of his anatomy, let's say. Okay, so the, the Divine, divine something, something, the Divine something. piece of anatomy, which piece of anatomy? Foot. 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 I'm going for knee. Okay, so curiously hairy, you're going for knee? Yeah, let's go for knee. Uh, ethnic soup, you're going for? I think we're going for foot. Foot. Hive mind. I've got cucumber, <laughs> the divine <laughs> cucumber. The divine cucumber. Hair. Hair. Okay, sorry? Nose, no, mouth. Sorry, no point. It's clearly, on, on nose. behalf of the hive mind, I'm going to say the divine bottom, surely. No. <laughs> no. Okay, so could you shout out, if you think it's cucumber head, hair, nose or mouth, shout out the one you think it is. One, two, three. Yeah. I've got hair. The answer is the divine ponytail. Oh. He was a strict Buddhist, and uh, so for hair, you're going to get a half point. Very good. And it's the end of the round. In third place, Ethnic Soup with 10 points. And in joint first place is Curiously Hairy and the Hive Mind with 15 points. Mm, So that's quite tight. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms. What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we've literally translated into English fingers on buzzers? In Croatia, they say, the old lady with the cakes went away. I love that they say that, but what does it mean, ethnic soup? The good times are gone, like a recessions are coming. The good times are gone. Yeah. Steve, are you backing her there? Yeah, I do. Thanks, mate. That, that was a lovely moment. I see how you've bonded with my cat now. <laughs> Curiously hairy. I think it's similar but slightly different, so it's like you've got to knuckle down now. Exams, let's go. Yeah, you've got to eat pizza. <laughs> like you're doing exactly. <laughs> Always so, with the pizza. So knuckle down, hive mind. In Croatia, they say the old lady with the cakes went away. You've got to stand on your own two feet. You're on a diet. <laughs> you're on a diet. <laughs> 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 so you're on a diet. Anything else? It's a wrong number. Is it what you say? When that someone's got a wrong number, you say, I'm sorry, but the whole day of the cakes went away and they just hang up really quickly. does sound like something somebody would say to you as a spy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> They're approaching the park. The old lady with the cakes went away. <laughs> okay, so wrong number. Anything else? You had something good, but you lost it. You had something good, but you lost it. It's getting cold. It's getting cold. Ooh. Okay. Uh, stand on your own two feet. Buzz now. You're on a diet, Buzz Now. <laughs> Wrong number, Buzz Now. Uh, you had something good, but you lost it, Buzz Now. Or it's gotten cold, Buzz Now. You went for had something good, but you lost it, which is very much the closest. It's you missed your chance. Oh. You missed your chance. Ned, is that good enough for points? No. Oh. Harsh. Do you know anything about the origin of that, or should I just push on? Push on. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the old lady with the cakes went away, so you missed your chance because the old lady was... Yeah, I get it, I get it. I just thought you might have a story about an old lady... Cake. With cakes. Yeah, in uh, 500 years ago in Croatia, there was an old lady <laughs> <laughs> with cakes. And when She's she, gone now. When she <laughs> yeah, I went back there last Wednesday, no sign of her. It's, there's no cakes in Croatia, guys. Yeah. It's terrible. In Germany, they say, that is jacket as trousers. That is jacket as trousers. Wow. What do they mean? Curiously hairy. I don't particularly know, but it is like that thing that Welsh people say, whose coat is that jacket? Does anybody know that? It, I don't They, they do. They repeat the same thing. So like, who went out as you were coming in? It's like, it's, they're bizarre. Why are you speaking in riddles? This, no, no, is, this, is, this is just, you know, in Wales, they, yeah. they say things like that. I think that's as jacket as trousers means that it's mixed up, but it works. A bit like dipping chips in milkshake. Ooh. So you feed it French fries and milkshake, guys, and don't go, oh, don't be better than me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Done raise your standards. Uh, this I'm, is impossible. It's nice. Okay. Ethnic soup. I think it means getting 
caught out. Like if you sort of went to answer the door when you were like mid-shower and you just had to grab anything and turn it into trousers. So uh, sort of a bit MacGyvery. MacGyver trousers. Hive mind. That is jacket as trousers. Making a mess of something. Making a mess. Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. I was just about to say their answers couldn't get vaguer and then you come in with it's ubiquitous. <laughs> <laughs> like, like jackets and trousers are everywhere. Okay, so it, that is jackets and trousers. <laughs> it's everywhere, one. like God. Uh, <laughs> what was that? They're trying to rescue something that went wrong. Trying to rescue something that went wrong. <laughs> trying to pull it back, trying to make the best of a bad situation. Okay, buzz now if you think it's making a mess. Buzz now if you think it's ubiquitous. Buzz now if you're just trying to make the best of a bad situation. <laughs> that does sound like the right one, but in fact it's, it doesn't matter. There's no difference. So it's like, oh, someone says, they're oh, all do you, clothing. Do you want this one or that? Or do you, should we go or should we stay or whatever? Nah, that's jacket as trousers. Don't care. It doesn't make any difference. Ned? It's so nihilistic. Yeah. Any, yeah. Do you know any more about this? The nice Canadian man is kind of smiling and saying, that sounds like ubiquitous. So you can give him some points for that. How ever ubiquitous? That is nothing like ubiquitous. I'm playing by my own rules this time. You yeah. really are. You're I had a coffee rather than a beer today, and it's done oh. some weird things. You normally have a beer before the show, yeah. and you're very chill but very strict. Yeah. But today you've had a coffee and you're giving points away left, right and centre. I know, and I've had some cocaine as well. So. <laughs> that'll, that'll do it. Oh, getting off. In Greece, they say, I'm writing you on my old shoes. What do they mean? Curious to Harry. That's like, I'll never forget what you've done. And in ten years' time, we're going to bring this up in an argument and... Oh, yeah. I can relate to this. My mother. Um, yeah, my I'm, mother. I'm writing my old that. shoes. I will never throw this away. You have done me harm, but I won't mention it until you piss me off again. Okay, so it's a grudge. Grudge. That's the word. It's a grudge. Grudge. Is he? Or ubiquitous Steve or Dave. I don't know his name. Sorry. <laughs> Canadian man, what's your name? David is actually my middle name. David is your middle name. Middle name. What's, what's your, your first name? Alexander. Alexander. Okay. Alexander David. Name's ubiquitous, mate. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Doubling down, aren't you? Alexander Hamilton there in the front row, chipping in. Uh, what do you think, Izzy? Do you agree with that? Is it a grudge? Um, I'm writing to you on, on my old shoes. I'm writing you on my old shoes. I'm writing you on my old shoes. Oh, so basically, if you write their name on your old shoes, you can scuff them off and you hate them. So, yeah, grudge makes sense. Grudge. Okay. Ethnic soup. I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you. This don't, is a terrible way to tell me, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously. I'm taking the cat and I'm off. Oh, I, seriously, if I come home and Toast is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Someone didn't know your cat was called Toast and it would be like... Yeah. Different. Who doesn't know that, though? She's famous. And who has toast in their house? We have bread and a toaster. We don't just have toast. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, so I'm leaving you. Yeah, I okay. agree with that. I think that's I think it's pretty Okay, cool. I'm writing you on my old shoes, so you're dumped. Hive mind. In Greece they say I'm writing you on my old shoes. Any Greeks in? Nobody's admitting to it. We're not friends anymore, like I'm deleting your Facebook. I'm deleting your Facebook. We're not friends anymore. Any I think you're ancient. Uh, I think you're old. It's a way of telling someone you're old. I'm writing you on my old shoes. I'm giving you a present. Yeah. Maybe a rubbish present. Yeah. Which is old shoes. <laughs> giving you a present? I'll remember you. I'll remember you. Oh, oh that's, that's lovely. <laughs> that's my favourite one. Buzz, if we're not friends anymore, if you think it's that. I think you're old, Buzz, now. 
How dare uh, you? One very enthusiastic buzzer, but I think it was the person who said it. I'm going to give you a present, Buzz Now. I'll remember you always, Buzz Now. In fact, it's you're in my bad books. Um, so I think the grudge is probably oh, the closest. Yeah, so. Definitely. Yeah, curiously, Harry, get the points there. And it's the end of the round. Tell, Tell us what the scores met. Uh, <laughs> ethnic soup are in third place with 10 points. The Hive Mind are in second place with 20 points. And just ahead, a Curiously Hairy with 25 points. <laughs> the next round is the team's round. In this round, each team, including the audience, pose a question based on their fascinating culture. If someone on a team was from the Philippines, they might say, what was banned from my country in the 90s? And you'd assume the answer would be something like guns or crying. But actually, the answer would be Claire Danes. <laughs> so, Ethnic Soup, do you have a question from Curiously Hairy? In Syria, and I think in many Arab countries, we say, the mouse started playing in my lap. <laughs> Hello. The mouse started playing in my lap. Uh-huh. He's got such a pretty face, and you just think, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame the mouse, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I did say, I said, Steve, the response to that will be very smutty. But it would really... Yeah, you did. It, you did. Yeah. What, what was... OK. Um, yeah. Right. Um, so, OK, let's logically... Mate, it sounds like a defence. Like, it was, I killed it because it was in my lap. Like, the mouse started it. It deserved it, is what, you know. If the mouse started playing in it could be that, or it could be because you usually have a cat on your lap. So, therefore, if the mouse is there, you let yourself go. You know? <laughs> Maybe. That's the Yes. Or you got a crap cat. <laughs> yeah. Or you're trying to... You, you want the cat... Hey, Deborah, you want your cat to like you again. Yeah. Get a mouse. Yeah. Get to put on your lap. Cat will oh, be up yeah. there. Yeah. It's a way of luring a cat in. Yeah. yeah. A bit desperate, but fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put toast okay, in so Can we have a final silly. answer? Okay. If the mouse started playing in your lap, I think it means that you've let yourself go. You've let yourself go. Is that correct? No. What does it mean, Steve? It means I'm worried. I'm worried? Yes. Why okay. are you worried if a mouse well, is playing in your lap? I don't know. That's it's what they say. It's playing guitar. <laughs> There's no origin for that. It's just a mouse playing in your lap. Those things can bite, you know. So you're worried... I tried asking, but nobody No one really knows knew. the origin. Oh, that's We just say it. You just say yeah. it. The mouse started playing in my lap, but mm-hmm. it means you're worried, and there's no origin for it. That is fascinating. It kind of means it's worry. There must be an origin, but I just don't. Yeah, know yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. Well, origins are often lost to history, and you do get points actually because if they don't guess your answer correctly, you get the points. Yes. Um, so well done Finally. on posing Finally. a question no one knows the answer to, even yeah. the whole Arab world. <laughs> um, curi- <laughs> curiously hairy, do you have a question for the hive mind? I will go for the more Scottish. Um, sorry, my my stepdad's Scottish. What is a piece and a good book? And a good book. I don't know when I'm actually Scottish. <laughs> As a Scottish person claiming this is rubbish because no, she doesn't know. A piece and a good book. So a piece is a piece correctly a sandwich? It is. A piece is a sandwich. What's a good book? Is it a good book? <laughs> is it like tablet cake? The you're not allowed tab- to answer because you're not in the hive mind. Well, fine. I'll take my ball and I'll go. That's the second time you've defected. You can, no, you can answer after they've answered, but you can't oh. score points. It's a wee dram. Is it a wee dram of whiskey? It is not. Okay, Nat, you are now allowed to answer. 
well, maybe I don't want to now. Definitely. No. <laughs> um, well, I was on, maybe it was like a tablet, like you know, a tablet cake you get in Scotland. You do, you, you, yeah, you do get it, right? Okay, a sandwich and a tablet cake. It's not a tablet cake. Okay, anybody got any other ideas? Buckfast. Buckfast. Iron Brew. What is the good book? It's got racist. Chocolate. Name. Chocolate. Oh. So but any form of chocolate, usually it was Snickers or a Mars bar. But. Okay, and which part of Scotland? Why do our actual Scottish people not know this? This is Dundee and this is my stepdad. He's mainly doing it to talk in code, so my mum wouldn't understand Are when we Are you sure went it's anywhere. not just your stepdad? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> that seems terribly unfair to the hive mind. Yeah, That's very getting, local. Getting That's point. so local as They've just got to half be my point. stepdad. All right, hive mind, do you have a question for ethnic soup? Well, in Guatemala... When you call someone, is a mango. What's that? In Guatemala, if you call someone a mango... Mm-hmm. Uh, You're what a mango, is that? or he's a mango, or she's a mango. If you call someone a mango, what do you mean in Guatemala? Sexy. Tasty. Juicy, tasty. <laughs> Juicy, tasty, sexy. Slightly misshapen, but that's still okay. <laughs> Ripe. Ripe. Okay. <laughs> Steady, Steve, the mouse is starting to move about. <laughs> and what would you mean by ripe, though? Well, uh, 28. The decent age of 28. Is it any of those? Well, you're handsome and therefore delicious. And oh. I want to eat you. Oh. You're handsome and therefore delicious. Are you actually talking to Steve now? Yeah, just, just talking to Steve. <laughs> He's the only man point. on the panel. Yeah. He's getting it. it. So it's We've a mango. Got point, right? You got a point, yes. Yes, yes absolutely. Right. You scored. Alas, you didn't, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we won't know till after the show. Okay, it's the end of the round. Tell us what the scores, Ned. Thanks, guys. Um, this is really easy because all three teams are tied on 25 points. Wow. Oh. We lost our lead. Um, next up is the Game Changer round. This is the round where it's all to play for. Just one question, but it's worth double points so it can really swing the scores. This round as ever involves a true story of an unlikely little underdog becoming the mighty Overwolf. Who can break from the pack and become the patriarchy? When a Russian official claimed Ukrainian Prince Vladimir as Russian... What was the response from the state Ukrainian Twitter account? Was, yes? Uh, they posted a picture of Boris and said, we had a city and this was Moscow at the time. Okay. So in an unusual turn of events, someone from the hive mind has oh, buzzed sorry. in. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I will allow it because of the enthusiasm here. <laughs> so you're suggesting it was what? Uh, so they posted a picture on Twitter of Boris and said, this was Moscow a thousand years ago. Uh, they yeah, tweeted a picture. Kiev was a city of, of half a million people at the time. They tweeted a picture of a forest and they said this was Moscow when this royal family came to be, so that couldn't possibly be the case. Ukrainian Prince Vladimir is Russian. Okay, anyone got any other answers? No, that sounds right. That does sound right. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you and say it's not what's on my card. Yeah, so well, it's, it's also correct. Oh, it's also it's, correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so but, definitely some points there for the hive mind, but, but more points available. They did that emoji of the pointing finger and they went, this, a thread. And everyone was like, this gives me life. And everyone just like, jumped <laughs> <laughs> This is everything. This is everything. Oh, God, I hate yeah. it. And then you read that. it. It's, not, like, it's never everything. It's not everything. <laughs> I think I did read it in an article saying the Ukrainians' response to Russia's cultural appropriation was everything. And I was like, well, this is quite good. It wasn't like, anyway, carry yeah. on. Curiously hairy, do you have an answer? I think they also said, yeah, 
he's Russian, and as is general, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) It was similar to that. They used a gif from The Simpsons of the Russian UN delegate pressing a button and changing Russia back into the USSR. (laughs) A Simpsons gift from the official Ukraine state account. Yeah, they do this quite a lot because um, after the overhaul, the kind of anti-corruption overhaul, basically quite a lot of young professionals took over some roles like that within Ukrainian media. And they just troll Russia a bit. Wow. Because of the war, which they love Wow, imagine heads of state trolling other heads of state on Twitter. (laughs) I've never heard the like. (laughs) Gosh, that could be dangerous and start some kind of war in which we could all die. (laughs) Next question. The final round is our quick-fire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz, and then shout the answer as loud as you can. What Hollywood film was renamed in Russia as a hunter of domestic animals. Hitch. Yeah. <laughs> Hitch. I'll be honest, I was expecting a better answer from him. That's why I said, you take it, Steve. The Lion King. <laughs> no, it's Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh. If South Korea's full name is the People's Republic of Korea, and it is, what is North Korea's full name? <laughs> yeah, you're on the right track. Keep going. Well, someone can buzz in from here. The Democratic People's Republic of the God's Almighty. Oh, you're so world. close. Anybody? The People's no. no, go on. You, you, you go. Is it the Democratic Republic of North Korea? No. Oh. Is it the Is it the People's Front of Judea? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, ironically. And ironically is in the title. Oh. Um, what is the odd language out? Irish, Cornish, Welsh, Scots? Cornish. Cornish. No. No. Scots. It must be Irish. <laughs> Why? I said Cornish because it wasn't Gaelic. Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. I'm it is. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Which one isn't it's, there? It's the Scots. Okay, why is it the Scots? Is he quickly? Um, because it went dead and then they brought it back. No, it's because it's a dialect rather than a language. Damn it! Scots is English. It, it's Only Jim- in the Highlands did they speak a Gaelic language. What local version of a popular British TV show got the highest ever viewing figures in Australia? A lo- I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. No. First dates. First dates, no. No, it's Master correct, Master Chef. <laughs> In France, which character from Star Wars was renamed Chico? <laughs> <laughs> but what's his name? Chewie. That's right, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Yeah, I went completely um, blank. I hit the button and then I went blank. Stop. Where would you be from if someone described you as a Hoosier? A who? Oh. Uh, I heard Canada from the audience. Canada. Uh, <laughs> I heard Canada from the audience. The Canadian exactly. is not agreeing with this. Correct, Indiana is correct, sir. Well, where were you five seconds ago, sir, when I was copying you? (laughs) Jesus. Uh, What is the official sport of Canada? Ice hockey. Got to be ice hockey. No, that's the QI answer that we got. Netball. No. Yes. Correct. Hey. Lacrosse, it is. Ice hockey is more popular, but lacrosse is the official sport. Finish this Italian joke. Three reasons Jesus is an Italian. Only an Italian son would live with his mama till he was 30. (laughs) Only an Italian son could think his mama was still a virgin. (laughs) And only an Italian mama could what? Believe him. First believe him. No. First think he's the son of God. That is correct. First think her son was God. 
I'm going to add Iona's question in. Um, Kopfweg Kotlet translated, move your head or you're a meat chop. It's a German expression. Yes, German. Move your head, you're a pork chop. What does that idiot so mean? Move your head, you're or, a pork chop. Or, or you're, you're a pork, a pork chop. chop. Yeah. Get out of the way because I'm about to hit you. <laughs> Get out of the way, I'm about to hit you. Uh, you're at the barber's and the barber's like, woohoo, stay light on your feet, I'm shit at this. <laughs> <laughs> Is it those? Is it any of those? Uh, yeah, get out of the way because I'm about to hit you. Get out of the way because I'm about to hit you. Curacy Harry has scored in the last minute. And it's the end of the show. In third place with 25 points, it's ethnic soup. Uh, Curiously Harry in second place with 35 Aww, points. And the clear winners with 50 points, it's a hive mind. Wow. cucumber to our losers but for the winners the lady with the cakes will come back just for you and I'll leave you on this quote from Leonard Bernstein a great artist leaves us with a feeling that something is right in the world no pressure Mark but would you play us out (laughs) please give it up for Natalie Jessica Foster Q, thanks to Zoe Jacob and everyone at King's Place. More information about this and other episodes, Gazette Global, Pillage.net. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.